to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Good morning, friends. Is it morning? It's morning for me right now as I'm recording this, but good afternoon or good evening or whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Hello, and how are you? And welcome to episode one of season three. I am so excited to be back behind the mic, recording content for you, empowered and led by the Holy Spirit, and I'm very pumped up about today. Today, we're going to talk about mental resiliency, and I'm actually going to take you through my five steps to building mental resiliency, and it's a free guide that I have that goes into a lot more depth than what we're going to go in today, so download it. The link is in the show notes. It's free. It's valuable. This is the framework through which I do my one-on-one mentorship sessions in really being a thought coach for people trying to overcome negative thinking. And I know mental resiliency is not a word that necessarily resonates with you guys right away, right? When we think about our discontentment, our feeling stuck, our bondage to anxiety and fear and doubt. When we think about the negative thought life and our negative self-talk, we don't necessarily right away correlate that to mental resiliency. But I'm here to tell you, it all goes together. And the ultimate thing that you want to develop is mental resiliency. So what is that? What is it to begin with? Well, psychologists define resilience as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity to trauma, tragedy, threats, or just significant sources of stress in your life, right? And that can be from family and relationship problems, mental health struggles, financial stressors, right? Resilience involves that bouncing back effect from a difficult experience, right? And it also includes a lot of growth. But how does that relate to the Christian perspective? Well, Jesus told us that we would have trials and tribulations, right? We are going to face things. We are going to face adversity. But he also calls us to run our race with endurance. And it takes resilience to continue walking in the plans and purpose God has over our lives, especially when there is a real enemy bent on destruction. So our mental resiliency is being so firmly rooted in who God is and what he says about us that we can withstand the attacks of the enemy and the trials that come. So that all sounds great, but Carla, how do you do it? How do you build mental resiliency? How do you not allow yourself to be shaken and overcome by life's circumstances. And that's a tough one, right? It's hard. I used to be completely overwhelmed and moved by my circumstances, by my thought life, that inner mental health struggle. I would be tossed and turned all over the place because of that before I developed mental resiliency. 
It says in 2 Corinthians 4, 8 to 9, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. That is the evidence of someone who is firmly rooted in their faith, right? That you can be troubled on every side, but not distressed. That is a faith-based mental resiliency. And that's what I want for all of you, for all of my clients, for everyone in my Facebook group, for myself. That's what I want for us. And that's what God wants for us too. So how do you do this? I have put together five steps to teach you on how to rely on God in all times, stop the negative self-talk, work through challenges, and rejoice in the Lord and community. And here they are. You got a pen and pencil ready? Better yet, download the guide and it will all be there for you. Number one, we need to start with God. And I know that sounds obvious, but if we're honest with ourselves, how many times do we end up going to God as a last resort instead of a first line of defense? I know sometimes I have to catch myself doing that too, right? Like I try in my own human effort when really I should be resting in God first and foremost. So how do you start with God? I mean, he is our hope. He is our confidence. The root of our resilience has to be in Jesus. He is our firm foundation, even when the storms are raging. But to root ourselves in Christ, we need to get to know who he is as savior, as provider, as a strong fortress. And so you need to get into the word, friends. You need to read the word. Get to know the scripture through memorization. There are so many great Bible plans out there. I can do an episode on that for you guys if you'd like. But you got to get in the word. And you have to pray and keep on praying. Pray what's on your heart. Pray the scriptures that you are learning. Pray as the spirit leads. And then worship. Bathe your spirit in worship. Glorify God for who he is. Stir your soul to belief. Remember, Jesus is our ultimate example. While he was fully God, he was also fully human and showcased his resiliency all the way to the cross. And that's what he wants for you too, resiliency. In Hebrews 12, 2 to 3, we read, we must focus on Jesus, the source and goal of our faith. He saw the joy ahead of him. So he endured death on the cross and ignored the disgrace it brought him. Then he received the highest position in heaven, the one next to the throne of God. Think about Jesus who endured opposition for sinners. So you don't become tired and give up. Mental resiliency founded and rooted in our faith helps us to avoid becoming tired and giving up. It helps us to run the race of endurance. Step two, you got to manage your negative thinking. You need to be able to take your thoughts captive and replace them with the truth. You have to be able to Replace the lies in your head 
lies that say things will never change. It's hopeless. I'm such a failure. I'm too broken. I'll never be enough. You need to learn how to say, yes, I see you thought, but you are not truth. Here's the truth. The truth is that God loves me. God equips me for all I need. I can do all things through Christ. She strengthens me. You need to make a list of your affirmations biblically rooted that speak against the lies and then you need to rehearse them daily daily right the attack for your mind the battle for your mind is a daily offensive the enemy is on a daily offensive your past is on a daily offensive so you have to be daily fighting back and planting seeds of truth in your mind the third one you need to learn to sit with difficult feelings. Oh boy, that's a hard one. And that has been one that I'm still in the process of learning. Um, And shout out to my therapist who has taught me some incredible coping skills that I share with you in this guide. You have to learn to sit with difficult feelings. Obviously, feeling painful emotions is not surprisingly painful. And this is why so many of us don't do it. Instead, we ignore our emotions or dismiss them. We try to numb them or distract ourselves from them. But this does not make them go away. In fact, it allows them to grow bigger and root deeper. And if you don't learn how to sit with your emotions and move through them, You'll never learn how to live a life of resiliency. The feelings that we often run from can be summed up in three words, sad, mad, scared. Those are the three feelings that if you had to filter everything through, they would end up in those three buckets, sad, mad, scared. We don't like to feel those things. They're overwhelming, they're painful, they can be scary. But in order to heal from those things, you have to feel them. And so what does that look like? You can break it down into observing what you're feeling. What's my heart rate? What is my body doing right now as I'm feeling this? Can you name the things that you're feeling? Can you identify what's triggering you? Then you need to validate it. Validating your feelings is not saying that they're rational, right? Because I know most of the things that we feel, if we fact check them, are not rational. They're not based on truth. But that doesn't mean you're not feeling it. So you need to acknowledge that regardless of the rationality or the logic behind it, you're feeling what you're feeling and feel it without judgment against yourself. You're seeing it. You are feeling it. You are acknowledging it, and then you'll be able to move through it as you focus on our present hope. Seek God's presence as you move through the difficult feelings. Ask for his comfort and peace. Ask for the ability to forgive. Rest in his sovereignty and in the knowledge that he will work all things out for the good of those who love him. I mean, sometimes we need extra support to move through these feelings. I know I have, I've gone to therapy, I've learned some great DBT skills, but regardless of how you do it, 
you have to do it. Tough circumstances are going to bring tough emotions. We have to face them. And remember, you can do this because you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Remember, with support and in the loving arms of our Heavenly Father, you can learn to sit through the difficult emotions and come out on the other side stronger and more resilient. Step four in building mental resiliency, practicing gratitude. There is a reason we are called to continuous Thanksgiving in the Bible. It takes our focus off of our difficult circumstances and focuses our our attention to all the blessings God is continuing to pour out on us, including, and most importantly, our salvation. That is a daily blessing we need to rejoice in. One of the big things that can rob us of our joy, one of the big things that can send our mind into negative thinking, one of the big things that robs us from being in a posture of thanksgiving is comparison. So you need to watch what you watch, watch what you think, and stop comparing. And gratitude is the natural remedy for this, as it takes your eyes off of other people's unique giftings and shines the light on how wonderfully God is uniquely gifting and blessing us. And I recommend making a daily habit of practicing gratitude. Write out three specific things you are grateful for each moment. It is an incredible way to start the day, to set your heart posture, and to lead into your time with Jesus. We read in Habakkuk 3, 17 to 18, even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barred their empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. This is part of mental resiliency that even though all of these things are happening around me, I will rejoice and be thankful in the Lord. And lastly, The fifth step in building mental resiliency is getting connected. We are not meant to do life alone. I know you've heard me say that many times. Connection is in our DNA. We are made in the image of God and he is a community of three. So the more we can create meaningful, healthy relationships with others, the greater resilience we have to withstand tough times, right? We are connected, so we think, because of our devices or social media, but we need to find real life connection, which can be a challenge. So how do you make new friends? Well, first, go listen to the bonus episode from season two with my friend, Johanna Smith. She talks a lot about cultivating community, but here are some things to keep in mind. Embrace quality over quantity. We're not looking to create a community, you know, the size of a football team. (laughs) We only need a handful of deep relationships to fill the void of connectedness and community. Realize that not everyone's going to connect with you. 
right? We're not everyone's cup of tea, just like not everyone is our cup of tea. And that's okay. Don't let that discourage you. Keep putting yourself out there for meaningful interaction. And you got to commit to community, right? If you don't commit to community, if you don't commit to getting connected, if you don't get intentional about it, it's not going to happen. So join a group of a group activity, volunteer at your church, do something that creates natural connection with like-minded people, right? And if you can't find a group you enjoy, do what I did, start your own. I started my own group and it was scary and it took a lot of courage, but God held me through that process. And I have been creating this beautiful community. And pray about it. Ask God to bring the right people to you, friends that you can share in life with, bear burdens with, sharpen each other, celebrate success, and keep you accountable, right? And of course, as always, if you're looking for an online community, you can join my Facebook group. I'd love to have you in there. But this is about building mental resiliency, these five steps. It's an important part of our walk with Christ. And I pray that this episode and these steps will help you develop the habits and behaviors that will lead you to a strong mind and a heart rooted in Christ. And I know we breeze through these pretty quickly. Like I said, you can download the free guide. The link will be in the show notes. But guys, mental resiliency is the crux of it. Being firmly rooted in your identity in Christ, knowing who God is, being in community, taking your thoughts captive and renewing your mind, rejoicing in all things, this is mental resiliency. This is what empowers us to run the race that God has laid before us. And guys, I know you can do it. I know you can. The affirming truth today is that finally, or the verse is finally, be strong in the Lord, relying on his mighty strength. Put on the whole armor of God so you may be able to stand firm against the devil's strategies. Ephesians 6, 10. The affirming truth is, I will put on the full armor of God and build mental resiliency to run my race. All right, friends, I hope this episode blessed you. If it did, don't forget to leave a review. Check out our Facebook community. And I can't wait to do this season with you guys. Be blessed. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with the truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.